Hi, beautiful being. Welcome to Primally Nourished. I'm your host, Bridget Woolley, nutritional therapist, nervous system optimizer, embodiment and trauma awareness coach. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of inspiration, information, and effective strategies in the realms of health, movement, mindset, and all things personal growth. My mission with each episode is to help you navigate your health and to create consistent and sustainable habits that align with your personal values through accessible, holistic, and functional nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle education. The focus of this podcast is to share about experiences from my own life, as well as the regular patterns and questions I see in my practice as a holistic health practitioner, and to inspire you on your own unique journey to vibrant health. Hello, welcome to today's episode. We're going to talk about hormones today. And this is one of my favorite topics because hormones kind of control every process in the body. You know, our hormones, um, not just our sex hormones, but our adrenal hormones, our thyroid hormones, our, our our endocrine system is connected to our nervous system to our muscular system it's you know every everything in our body is interconnected and so hormones are really fascinating because they are really interlaced with the adrenals and you know adrenals are kind of a a buzzword in today's society and this topic of adrenal fatigue has has been a big one over you know the, the last few years specifically and and the adrenals are the precursor right so the adrenals are where cortisol is released cortisol is our stress hormone and so if our system is used to emitting cortisol into our bloodstream that can keep us in a state of kind of like constant stimulation or activation so that will then trickle into the nervous system right and so the nervous system is kind of constantly in this fight or flight the sympathetic state and over time when we're chronically in that state we can just begin to feel tired run down, straight up exhausted. Uh, It can feel a little more challenging to calibrate our emotional state, right? To find homeostasis, to find regulation. It can feel like, yeah, um, you can kind of feel irritable and anxious more easily and you can get tired more frequently, can gain weight um, specifically around your waist um, and what that is for a lot of people so I do have a lot of clients that come to me wanting to lose weight and that is usually weight gaining weight is a protective mechanism in the body right the body stores weight to protect itself which is usually because the body is so used to being in a state of cortisol um, or or being undernourished that, that we will store weight. And so anytime someone comes to me for weight loss, 
we always look at stress, the hormones, cortisol. There's so many. I mean, we don't even like talk about <laughs> food until you know later on down the road. And so, um, yeah, hormones. Um, and and they can hormones are also um, affect our sleep. So, cortisol and melatonin uh, have this really beautiful symbiotic relationship. So cortisol raises in the morning around, you know, when the sun starts to come up. So we have this built-in internal clock that is in sync with the sun. It's our circadian rhythm. And so cortisol begins to rise naturally at, you know, five, six in the morning. And then it should stay steady throughout the day and then fall, tip off in the evening. And when the sun's going down, that's when melatonin will rise and will naturally fall asleep. But for those that have maybe um, their endocrine system disrupted, their hormones out of balance, their adrenals a little shot, and they're in this state of more frequent high cortisol, right? That cortisol is kind of going to be up and down throughout the day. So it won't necessarily have this rhythm. And then even though you may feel exhausted throughout the day, you actually have difficulty falling asleep, staying asleep, um, or definitely don't feel rested when you wake up. You may also find yourself like craving fat, sugar, salt. These are our fuel sources. So, right, um, sugar is a source of fuel, fat is a source of fuel, salt is minerals, which nourish, nourish the hormone aldosterone, which comes from the adrenals. And, you know, minerals are also the cofactors to, um, like, the ATP in our body, which is um, our cells' energy, right? So, so these are our sources of fuel. Um, you could experience digestive issues, right? Like when cortisol is high, uh, that is fight or flight. The opposite of fight or flight is rest and digest. So if we have cortisol flooding through our veins most of the time, then our digestive system and our digestive juices can be pretty sluggish. And, and then we can have trouble digesting food, breaking down, assimilating nutrients. This could lead to um, irregular bowel movements, leaky gut, food intolerances. Um, so we can see how hormones, right, definitely impact every single system in the body. And, and I'd like to share, you know, four simple habits that can really impact the state of your hormonal health. And um, one thing is consistency. It's sometimes the little things that are the most impactful, uh, the things we don't even think about um, that can kind of get overlooked. But those things, when you are consistent with them every day, can make a huge impact over time. And, and so I'm going to talk about those things. And, and the first one is to balance your blood sugar by eating protein, fat, and fiber with each meal. This will balance out insulin, keeping your blood sugar stable, and uh, what you eat and don't eat can dictate your hormone regulation and the rate at which you heal. So what I mean by that is, so I talked about cortisol, like rising in the morning and then wanting to have kind of the steady rhythm throughout the day. So if our blood sugar isn't balanced, balanced, then it will 
you can think about this as like a, a graph, right? So um, cortisol, like a straight line going, like rising in the morning, going across steady throughout the day and then dipping off at night. And if our blood sugar isn't stable, it'll look more like mountains. So it'll be like up and down and up and down. And um, so we can balance our blood sugar by properly nourishing ourselves. And so the most important fuel for that is protein and fat, right? So um, I think I've, I've talked about this analogy before on this podcast, but... Um, like fat and protein being the big log on a fire. So if you built a fire, right, we start the fire with kindling, that gets the fire going. But if we were to have to throw kindling on that fire all day long, right, that's cortisol out of balance. That's like having to use a lot of energy uh, to keep that fire going. So the kindling is like carbohydrates, simple carbohydrates, simple sugars, and protein and fat being that big log. So both are important right? So carbohydrates are going to be more of that fiber component. So, and the, having that first thing in the morning can be really powerful, especially if you're experiencing adrenal symptoms. Um, and it's tricky because a lot of times when people are experiencing adrenal symptoms or, or imbalanced cortisol, they won't be hungry, right? Because when cortisol is flooding our ba- our veins, then our digestive system is turned off. So we can kind of be disconnected from our hunger cues. And so one of the first things is kind of, yeah, just, I don't want to use the word force, but but almost like forcing yourself to eat breakfast so that you can start to balance that cortisol so that you can re-get in touch with your hunger cues. It's really hard to be connected to our intuition when we are in a state of high cortisol because we see the world through the lens of our nervous system. Cortisol is in our veins. Our nervous system is activated. So it's hard to just like tune in. What does my body need in this moment? Because we're in that fight or flight state. Um, it's kind of this emergency state. Everything um, is is a little challenging in that state. So my, my f- number one, balance your blood sugar. So what I like to do, my favorite practice is in the morning, I like to hydrate. So I have a big glass of water with salt and a little lemon, or I have an LMNT packet, so an electrolyte drink. And what this does is it it it's, it nourishes the adrenals first thing. How I said salt feeds aldosterone. So that just helps regulate our adrenals. It gets us, gets us really nourished first thing. The citrus helps turn on our digestive juices, right? And then, you know, you can have a meal then or I'd say 30 to 60 minutes after waking. Some sort of protein, fat, and fiber. One of my favorites breakfasts that I go to every day, almost every day, is bacon, eggs, and plantains. Um, Plantains are a great fibrous... um, a great fiber source and they're a prebiotic starch so they also nourish the the bacteria in our gut so one of my favorite breakfasts sometimes i'll throw a little avocado with that you can throw a little greens with that um really awesome one of my favorites so some sort of protein fat and fiber in the morning 
scrambled egg bowl with some veggies, with some avocado, chia pudding. Uh, if you're doing something like that, you can add in like collagen protein, coconut cream for fat. Um, yeah, so just some fun ideas. So that's that's number one. And then be consistent with that and carry that throughout the day. So that's just breakfast. But then you also want to have, you know, three regular meals a day um, where you are getting enough nourishment. And right, so how I did mention too, like if cortisol's elevated, breast our digestive system's turned off. So also like how the environment that we're eating these meals in and how we're eating these meals. So you know taking a minute before you eat breathing not eating on the go not eating in a rush state uh, will have a huge impact on your digestive system and how um, deeply you're able to uptake the nourishment and the nutrients from these meals so tip number two lower your stress and i know this is you know easier said than done uh, chronic stress can really disrupt our blood sugar, uh, can contribute to muscle wasting, unwanted weight gain, a disrupt in estrogen and progesterone balance. And there are a couple of easy ways to switch from the sympathetic fight or flight uh, to the parasympathetic rest and di- digest quickly. And it's breath, breathing, right? Like, so our breathing <laughs> The, our, our spine, our nervous system, our belly, our diaphragm, all these things are connected and they're connected to our digestive system. So one of my um, a breathing technique I can just walk you through here. It's really simple. You'll exhale completely and you'll inhale through your nose slowly for a count of three to five. And then you're, you'll hold the breath at the top for a count of five. And then you'll release the breath slowly from your mouth for a count of six to ten. Holding again for just a moment at the bottom and repeating this for anywhere from, you know, five rounds, uh, just a quick, you know, minute to up to five minutes. And um, the exhale is the important part, right? So having that really slow, drawn out exhale will start to soothe the nervous system this will drop us into rest and digest so this is also a cool technique to do before a meal too right really helps turn that cortisol off and gets the digestive juices flowing so breath number and then stress right like we can't um and this is this is one of the other reasons I really like cold plunge um, or cold showers or, or whatever you have ex- access to cold immersion because it helps uh, build our stress resiliency. So we can't always lower our stress, but we can reframe the way we look at stress. So when we're in a high cortisol state, everything is pretty stressful. And so if we can begin to soothe ourselves with some breathing, get us into the parasympathetic more, if we can work on expanding our capacity and our tolerance for stress. And and really what I mean by that is that my system doesn't become super activated with little stresses, right? So the more resiliency I can build, the more I'm going to stay in the parasympathetic, the rest and digest, 
the more calm my system is going to be throughout the day. So, you know, breath work is a, is a great nervous system practice, cold immersions, earthing, putting your feet on the earth, walking in nature, feeling the sun on your face, anything that really brings you into your body and having just this, a practice that you're tuning into each and every day. So I really like to do these practices in the morning because that is when cortisol is the highest, right? It starts to peak in the morning. So if I can really ground into my system first thing, wow, the rest of my day just feels so much better. And, you know, how we start our day is is super impactful. Um, and we'll carry kind of that energy we'll carry into the rest of our day, even into our sleep. And so my my favorite morning practice is just like waking up, doing a quick meditation in bed if possible, five to 10 minutes, sitting, being aware of my breathing, maybe practicing this breath technique that I just mentioned while I'm meditating. Maybe I'll go outside, look at the sun. If, if the sun's coming up or if it's still dark, I'll just take a moment outside, put my feet on the earth, and, and then I'll do like a cold plunge. Um, and if you don't have access to a cold plunge, a cold shower is amazing. Even if you just do a little bit, you know, ending your ending your warm shower with a minute of cold. And so that's one of my favorite ways to begin my day because that does lower my stress and, and it increases my stress resiliency. Okay, number three, liver love. Our liver detoxes and metabolizes our hormones, especially estrogen. So it's essential to give it daily love. And a couple ways we can do that. Number one, staying hydrated, right? Our liver is like the filter for our body. So like the filter for a vacuum. And how we flush that is hydration, is minerals, is nutrient-dense, vibrant whole foods. Um, and also, you know, not just the liver, right, but detoxification, like our body being able to detox and metabolize. So that also includes the lymphatic system, right? So um, dry brushing, Epsom salt baths, bouncing and shaking. Uh, so also a part of my morning practice, I like to um, have this little like two to five minute shaking routine I do that I just kind of like shake my body, I jump a little bit, I'll, um, I'll breathe while I'm, I'm shaking and um, right, so this gets my lymph moving. And then uh, number four, <laughs> move your poop, right? So kind of moving from, um, we want to detox, we want to move the lymph system, we want our body to be able, be able to metabolize our hormones, then, right, so all of that's turns into poop, right? So our, our poop is our waste. It's what the body is detoxifying and metabolizing. So once our liver processes estrogen for elimination, it's up to our guts to move it out, right? So if you're experiencing constipation, there's a good chance your estrogen isn't making its way out, but instead going back into circulation in the body, right? So flushing the body with plenty of water, um, having fibrous veggies and fruits, uh, having minerals, 
right? Working on your digestive system by lowering your stress and increasing your stress resiliency and um, working on, um, right, like being in the parasympathetic before you eat a meal so that you can metabolize better, right? So all of these things are, right, interconnected. And uh, bowel movements tell us so much, right? So (laughs) if we're having regular normal poops, that's a good sign. Um, If we're not pooping, if we're pooping too much, if our poop is too liquidy, right? These are all signs that, that something's going on. And so um, move your poop, get your digestive system moving, right? Tune into the stress in your body. Um, yep. So, right. Like all of these things, super interconnected. Our system works holistically, works synergistically. So just work, paying attention to these four things can make a huge difference in your energy and your vibrancy and how you feel throughout the day and what you're capable of and um and the consistency with these things right so these might all sound like simple things right like making sure you're hydrating uh tuning into your breath uh, having balanced meals working on supporting your body and detoxification tuning into your bowel movements like these are all essential um just basic human processes and um and you know a a huge factor to this is awareness so right like most people just like aren't aware of these things so maybe just setting the attention cool i'm just gonna like tune into myself each day a food and mood journal is powerful um if you've never you know what we you might not even be aware right like of your habits and patterns and so um one tool i use with clients is is a food and mood journal and it's a really powerful tool to just see like oh like how did I sleep last night um what was the state of my nervous system uh, did I have bowel movements what number were they uh, so the Bristol stool chart if you're not familiar with that um you know there's different um one through seven the different types of bowel movements and poops and what they could mean um so I have my clients track their poop and we talk a lot about poop and uh and then tracking your food, tracking your hydration, your movement, like paying attention to these rhythms can give us so much information, right? So these are my four simple tips into tuning in to your hormones and just being able to regain balance and to begin to feel vibrancy in your system. Okay. Hope you have such a sweet day. Um, also, you know, the I have a hormonal reset program if you haven't checked it out, it's an amazing program. It's a PDF program. So it's go at your own pace. You can purchase it on my website. I'll link it in to the show notes, but this breaks down all the different factors that play into our hormones, our digestive system, our menstrual cycle, our blood sugar balance, our thyroid and our adrenals. And it gives, it's got a recipe book and a, um, a meal guideline and it's got supplement recommendations and lifestyle recommendations. It's, it's an incredible program. It's really informative. And it, I also, you know, talk a little bit about my story in that. And, um, yeah. So if you haven't checked it out, that is an amazing program. And, um, yeah, I, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Um, thanks for being here. Thanks for tuning in. 
wishing you such a beautiful, nourishing day.